Hello, I'm April Swarry, and welcome to Transitions, a podcast about ordinary people and the extraordinary challenges they have survived and what they learn from those experiences. Today I'm speaking with Letty Hodges-Reed, my mother, who became a teenager during World War II. Born in 1932, she grew up in Surrey County, North Carolina, in the foothills of the Blue Ridge Mountains, along with her seven sisters and one brother. Her father, Richard, was a farmer, and her mother, Elector, was a homemaker. By late 1941, they thought they had already survived great hardships during the Great Depression, and things had started to look brighter as my grandfather had nearly saved enough money to build a house for his family so they could move out of a small log cabin. But after the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor in December 1941, The next four years would bring even more challenges as the United States declared war on Nazi Germany. In this interview, Letty shares her teen life during the war and what she and her community learned from the conflict. Good afternoon. It's so good to see you, honey. You were about nine when the war began and 13 when it ended. What was going on in your life before the war started? Well, I grew up on a farm. Of course, I went to school and worked in the field. We didn't have electricity at that time, so we carried water from the spring, and we, of course, cooked and kept warm with wood, so we had wood to carry in. I grew up, uh, of course, helping plant corn, hoe corn, pull fodder, cut tops, uh, worked in tobacco. We grew that. While electricity was being used in larger cities beginning in the 1930s, electricity would not come to be in typical households in Surrey County until the mid-1930s after the Rural Electrification Administration, or REA, was established to bring electricity to rural areas in the United States. That means there were no machines to help with chores like washing machines, dishwashers, or vacuums. It also meant schoolwork was done at the kitchen table by candle or lamplight at night. What was your school life? What was your um, school day like? Well, it was, uh, the school days were more or less, I guess, uh, pretty much like they are now because we, you know, started out, of course, in the first grade. Uh, We didn't have kindergarten at that time. So you started out in the first grade and you know how that was, learning ABCs and to count and that sort of thing to start with. Just added to it, started the foundation. Letty and her family lived a very quiet life on the farm, punctuated by the weddings of her five older sisters and larger family gatherings at Christmas and Easter. On Sundays, her family went to church at Little Vine Primitive Baptist Church and then spent Sunday afternoons visiting with friends and family. That quiet life would be rudely interrupted in December of 1941. What are your earliest memories about the war? Um, do you remember when you found out about it? Uh, we had a, a battery-powered radio, so I suppose we heard it on the radio to begin with. And then, of course, the neighbors that we saw, everyone was talking about it at that point. And of course, the, all the young men were drafted when they got old enough, and unless they had health problems or some reason that they were turned down. And, so the young men were all going off to war, and it was just just kind of a sad time, really. Do you remember hearing about Pearl Harbor? Oh, yes. They bombed it and killed a bunch of our 
men and of course we just went into full-fledged war after that so do you remember any emotions you felt when you heard about Pearl Harbor <sighs> really sad and upset because the whole country was pulled in the war. Despite the sadness and shock felt at the beginning of the war, Letty's family fared better than many American families who lost their young men. Did your family lose any um, people in the war? No, now I had, uh, let's see, three, three brother-in-laws that were in the war. Now Albert was uh, hurt real bad, so his health was never really good after that. Lemuel was in the Navy. and Now Albert was your brother-in-law? Yes, and Lemuel was my brother-in-law. And Edward Davis, he was he was in there the whole four years. And Edward was another brother-in-law? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, well, now, Edward wasn't my brother-in-law while he was in the Army. He and Lois married after he got out. Since Letty lived in rural western North Carolina, she did not personally know any Jewish people, but the people living in the United States had not been exposed to Hitler's campaign to dehumanize Jewish people, which had taken place in Nazi Germany and its occupied territories. To Letty and her family, the Jewish people were simply humans like anyone else. It was incredible to hear about what was happening to them, and at first, fairly unbelievable. Did you hear about what was happening to the Jews in the Holocaust during the war or after? Well, we started hearing about it during the war, and it was just hard to believe that. But we heard about uh, the fact that uh, Hitler had concentration camps built, and he just brought the Jews in by train loads and that they were just killing them and burning them and all this. It was just terrible to think about that going on in the world, that we had people that would do that kind of thing to other human beings, but they did. What kind of re reaction do you remember other people, your family, having towards what was happening to the Jews? It just seemed that the people that I was around, they were just... The only word I can come up with is horrified that that was going on and we couldn't do anything to stop it. Did learning about the Holocaust change how you had viewed Jewish people? No, it just made you feel really bad for them and actually you would have liked to have gone and defended them and you couldn't, but it sure did change how you felt about Hitler and the Germans that were helping him kill them. How did your life change after the war ended? There was quite a few things that were rationed that you couldn't get during the war. I, I don't remember everything, but I especially remember that you had to have coupons to get stuff like sugar and coffee. And your, I don't remember if we were allowed one or two pairs of shoes a year, but anyway, shoes were rationed too. But that changed after the war. After, after the war was over, I don't remember how long it took before stuff like that was available again, but not too long, the best I remember, because the United States had a lot of manufacturing going on at that point. Having survived both the Great Depression and World War II, Letty's family, like most Americans, were ready for better days ahead. The ordinary joys of life we take for granted today, like having a morning cup of coffee, or having enough sugar to bake a cake or pie returned, but there was a loss of innocence that would not be healed. Um, how did living through the war influence how you viewed the world and understood people? 
I guess it taught me that uh, you couldn't trust all people and and you didn't want war, that was for sure. Why not? Because uh, so many people got killed and, and most of the things, if they had been negotiated and people had to work together and or talked them out and been willing to cooperate, there wouldn't have been any need for war. But there was always a leader or leaders in a country that wanted to take over other countries. That was what Hitler was trying to do. He was trying to take over the world. And before the United States was pulled into it, he was doing a pretty good job of taking over. And what advice would you give to young people facing great challenges today? Well, I would tell them just be honest and try to do right and do their best at whatever they went at. What do you think is the biggest problem facing the world today? That's hard to say, but I think the biggest problem facing the world today is that there's still too many people that won't cooperate and don't care enough about other people and won't work with them. Well, thank you so much. Liddy would go on to drop out of school shortly after World War II ended because her father wanted her to work on the family farm to help earn money for the new house, which was built in 1947. She would marry my father in 1954 and move away to Winston-Salem, North Carolina, where my sister and I were born. She took care of her family, farmed, and worked in school cafeterias as an adult and has been a passionate reader all of her life. She earned her GED in 1987 and encourages any young person she knows to finish high school and go on to college. Most importantly, she would like young people to remember their choices in life matter and can influence the world. Honesty, integrity, and care for others can ensure we all have a future.